Welcome to the debrief with your host V. I'm here with Sally. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so Sally is one of my friends that I met when I moved out to Austin. So tell me a little bit about you and Brandon. So my boyfriend is Brandon Fox. Um, <laughs> Not the first and last name. <laughs> He's a celebrity, actually. <laughs> um, we met. Oh my gosh, what month are we on? I think we're in November. We're fully, yeah, okay. we're in November. So we met a year and like 10 months ago at this point. Uh, on January 1st, I was visiting my group of friends. A bunch of them moved here from my college. Mm-hmm. So I was visiting them for New Year's. We were out and about. I didn't live here yet. And Brandon came up to me at Bungalow. I don't know if you remember Bungalow on no, Rainy Street. No, I think Street. that was before I moved here. It was before your time. It was a class. <laughs> me, been there once. We went there, and Brandon came up to me in the crowd, and I was with Lydia, my best friend. Love you, Lydia. Um, <laughs> Love her. And he came up to me through the crowd, and I was wearing this little string of a top and these <laughs> leather pants. <laughs> and he came up to me, and he literally just said, like, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. Do you live here? And then we fell in love. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. And so, of course, I was infatuated. And, and I was like, no, I don't live here. You know, I'm going back tomorrow. And we Where had did a, you live at the time? In Indiana. Okay. So we had our plane flight back at, like, 7 a.m. And at this point, it's maybe 10. So we're going through the whole motions of you know, what do you do? Where are you from? All that. And I'm like, but all my friends want me to move here. It's post COVID. I've been in Indiana, you know, for like a year and a half, maybe working. So at the time I was like kind of looking to move somewhere. Mm -hmm. So, um, anyway, he spends the whole night with us, like with my friend group and he's older. Is he by himself? He's by himself. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) His friend had just apparently gotten home. Okay. Okay. That's better. He was doing one more lap saw me kind of joined into our little friend group and he's older as you know we yeah. won't say how old oh i was gonna but... ask okay he's 10 years old okay <laughs> so he's 37 <laughs> sorry my my rack fell down <laughs> this is low production <laughs> so he's 37 and, you know, he was out here buying us some drinks I'd never heard of. He was really schmoozing all of us. Like, all, ooh, a white t-shirt. Literally, me and my friends all, like, in our 20s, like, ooh, he's got money. So they just loved him. And he spent literally the whole time with us. And then, of course, there was the ploy to get me back to his apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, what was it? What did he say? Well, we had to go to the bathroom. And, of course, the line was out the asshole. Mm-hmm. So he's like, asshole. he's like, I literally live right across the street. Why not, like, you and your friend, you can come back to the bathroom at my house. So I'm like, oh, I know where this is going. Mm-hmm. So we go back. We use his bathroom. And then we leave. And we actually make it back to the bar. He comes. And anyway, we finish out the night. Because it was one of those girls' trips. You know how it goes. If you leave your girlfriends like two hours into the night, you're in trouble, right? Right. So he hangs out. Seriously, he was such a trooper until like maybe midnight or one. And I'm finally like, okay, I'm ready. So we go back. We have our little one night stand. Literally the best (laughs) ever. One night stand turned into year and 10 months stand thank you for it to be good on the first night is such a green flag oh, it was everything wow um and so but he was so sweet it was so different than any like typical one night stand like what you think of some 25 year old you know he was yeah. so so sweet 
afterwards he was he was like no no like why don't you just spend the night with me i'll i know you have a flight i'll wake you up i'll take you to the airport i'll do whatever you need to do we can go at i think we had to leave at 5 a.m where's all your stuff it's at my friend lexi's apart got it so i'm like (laughs) flying by the senior fans i'm like no like i haven't even packed yet you know so yeah i i decide i can't spend the night and he was so so gracious and trying to get me to spend the night and like make me feel comfortable but anyway and i'm like no and like lydia is gonna kill me (laughs) so uh he drives me back to the apartment i was staying at and i had originally ordered an uber and like when he saw that he was like what are you doing cancel the uber i'm driving you home so it was it was the little things that he did that really like meant a lot and so refreshing it it was not you know your typical like he wasn't being douchey he was being really sweet like I'm like, okay, that's odd. You know, so I, I can't my odd. Uber. Wow. Yeah, I'm like, that's so sweet. <laughs> and so then we're walking out to his car, and I'm, like, a little bit behind him, and he's in front of me, and and he waits. He stops, and I'm like, that's weird. And so I walk up, and, and he's like, I'm like, did you forget something? And, and he's like, no, I just wanted to hold your hand. So we hold hands on the way to the car. Oh, my God. It was just, he did everything so differently yeah. than I've ever been treated. So, um. Yeah, it was just little things were different. And then he drops me off. We pull over, like, every every stoplight, and we, like, make out. Oh, my just, God. Come back with me. Come back with Wait, me. Wait, this is, this is the same night, right? This or is, this is the next day? This is the night that okay. we met. Yeah. So this is January 1st. And anyway, he drops me off. And then Lydia and I, fast forward, we wake up in the morning at fucking, like, 5 a.m. to get to this flight, and we're packing and whatever. And there's a text from Brandon that came through at like 4 30 and it says do you want to get breakfast at 4 30 a.m what the hell and he goes i'll take you before your flight so it, he everything about him bailey was just so different and he was so wonderful um and then he flew me out twice after that and lo and behold i <laughs> may have moved to austin for a boy but i would never admit no that. i know you wouldn't <laughs> I moved when i first met you i was like i think <laughs> I, like, I had already known your situation with Brandon. You had already told me that he, like, flew you out and all that stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so you moved to Austin for him? And you were like, no, I, like, had a no. job. I was like, she's lying. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked out, so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I actually am so curious on how the whole flying out thing works when you're, like, not dating somebody. I've been mm. offered, like, people have offered to fly me out, and I just think it's so scary. Bailey, it was a tough sell to my parents. I bet. We share location. Did you live at, oh, I didn't okay. live at home, but I'm an only child, so you know we share location yeah. in this family. <laughs> and I had just been out there, literally, on January 1st, and mm. I went back January 7th. Like, <laughs> so wait, what happened? I need, like, how did he ask you? He was like, hey, I'm, I want to see you again. So or? actually, I guess, you know what? My birthday is January 6th. So Lydia and I had gone to Miami for like the 6th and the 7th for like my little birthday trip. And then he flew me out the weekend after. So maybe like January 14th or something. And he... We were having your best life in January. Literally. (laughs) We had been texting ever since we met. We never stopped texting. We would have phone calls hour long every single night before bed. It was the sweetest. But, um... And then he finally was just like, so when are you going to come back out again? I want to see you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, you know, I'm going to Miami this weekend. But, you know, I'm sure I'll be out there visiting my friends again. Because I had all these friends that lived there. And he's like... No, like, what about literally next weekend? And, like, as we're on the phone, he pulls up some flights. He's like, you know, it's COVID times. And he's like, it's like $109, you know, each way. And I'm like, yeah, but... And he's like, 
I got it. I'll pay for it if you want to come. And he was like, I want to show you Austin, like, during the day. I just did it. <laughs> I did it, and I didn't tell my parents until I literally had to ask them for a ride to the airport. And they're oh like, my God. they're going to go and visit Lexi and all of them, like, so soon. You're like, yeah, I, I was like, so much. Yeah, and maybe one other. <laughs> maybe this boy that I met. Man. Sorry, Brandon. <laughs> did they freak out about his age? Honestly, I think it made them feel a little bit better. Yeah. It wasn't just some random, like, 25-year-old that I right. met. How old were you at the time? I was 24. Okay. And he was 34. Um, and, of course, my mom is a lawyer, so she said, well, what's his first and last name? Like, I'm just going to do a quick background check yeah, on him. as she should. So she did a background check on him. He came up clean, <laughs> uh, and I was able to go out with, with no, you know, no flack from the parents. So they were, of course, like, okay, you need to be really careful. Keep your right. location on the whole time. Let us know. They seem pretty chill, though. That's very, that's very and chill. And I think they trust my judgment. Like, I came home raving about this guy. Yeah. You know, that I just when met. you first met him, like, when you first Literally, came home. yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. Only child. We're close, girl. Are you, like, are you, like, a smitten? Like, is that just how you are? Like, do you get? I guess. Are you, like, a lover girl? But you know what? Nobody has ever done that or treated me that way before. So, like. He was so different, and, like, I was so impressed. Yeah. I think it does take a lot to impress me, and, like, he impressed me on the first night. He needs to host a seminar. I know he does. I know. Like, Brandon, can you teach these guys? (laughs) Yeah, actually, next, follow us next week. We're going to have Brandon on here. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so he flew me out, and I asked, like, maybe a day before, I'm like, what should I wear? Like, what are we going to do, you know? Yeah. To pack. And so he sends me, like, this entire paragraph. Like, you know, when you send a text and it's so long, it literally goes into your notes. Yeah. So I open it up, and it's, like, 9 a.m., this. It's a schedule. 10 a.m., pick up Sally from the airport. What? 10.30, like, come home, relax, change. 11 a.m., go to Fredericksburg. So we had the whole weekend. And here I am begging for a timestamp for a dinner date. (laughs) He had the whole weekend planned out. He pulled out all the stops. He rented a car off of Turo. It's, like... I don't know if you know what that is. It's, it's like Airbnb, but for your car. Okay. So he rented this like really cute, well for him, cool. Yeah. <laughs> this like really cute, cool black Jeep that we took out and to Fredericksburg. And he fully lived here, had a car. He was just uh-huh. like doing the most. Yeah. Yep. Because he was like, oh, I thought it'd be fun. Like take the top off, which that couldn't happen because of my hair. But it would <laughs> blow too much. But it was the thought that right, counted. Right. So we took this really cool black Jeep all the way out to Fredericksburg to all the wineries we had this amazing wine date, and then, you know, the next day he returned it, and, and we had some other, like, amazing dinner. It's actually at Fix. It's now my I favorite restaurant. I haven't been, but I heard it's really good. Uh, it's so, like, Texas home-cooked meal. He just, he took me everywhere. He pulled out all the stops. We did everything. We went to the pool. He was like, you know, if you live here, like, it's not all just going out and drinking. You know, it's pool days. It's, it's selling Fredericksburg. You. It's, yeah. And the thing that got me was right before I left, he knew that I worked in hotels and hospitality. Um, and he took me around in his car and, like, showed me basically the city through his eyes of, like, well, living here, like, I know, like, this hotel is good. Like, my roommate <laughs> works at this hotel. And showed me, like, all the hotels that he could think of, which was just so sweet. And, like, so came sweet. from such a good place. So, easy to say. I was wooed, swept off my feet. Yeah. Two weeks in. That's so. crazy. He's everything. I don't think they make them like that anymore. I'm going to be don't, honest. I don't know what happened, like, how I got so lucky. Like, speaking from someone in the trenches, I don't think they come like that anymore. Aww. How is this relationship different from your last? Do you think it's just, like, 
the expectations are just met or I think Brandon and I are a lot more compatible than probably anybody I've ever dated prior um we're both obviously you've met Brandon we're both very very outgoing and extroverted and I think my past relationships I didn't quite have someone that like met me in that extroversion Mm -hmm. I think it was more like oh well opposites attract like they should be introverted And I don't know, I just, it works with us, it works, we have fun together. Y'all are the best, like, I've, yeah, it just makes sense. Like, you see you guys, and it just literally makes sense. (laughs) And And I'm such a relationship hater. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) So. (laughs) And he, I think, being, as we talked about, 37 now, so we're 10 years apart, he's had other experiences and has been married in the past before, so I think he knows a lot and was able to, like, look inwardly on what he mm-hmm. really wants, like, moving forward. And he knows a lot about himself and about how a relationship should work in his eyes and what's going to work, what's not, and, like, the communication that's there. So I think his experiences have helped immensely yeah. to, like, shape what we think is a good relationship and what's healthy. And he's helped teach me, like, all of that, too. Do you so. feel like you had to, like, grow to meet him where he is? Or do you think... No offense to men out there. I know I roast you guys, but like, do you feel like men are just they're like less mature and they mature slower, so that totally. it like it like matched? Totally. I think honestly, yeah. Me at twenty four and him at thirty four, we were probably On the right at field. the same level. It's so sad. It's crazy. <laughs> and I even read the other day that men don't even mature until forty two. Oh, that makes me want to throw up. <laughs> So, Wait. <laughs> how old is he now? How much time do you have left, Brandon? All right, you got a couple mm-hmm. years. 40, 40, only five years to go. <laughs> She'll stick by you, though, you know. <laughs> what about you? What have you noticed out there? I know you're on the playing field. <laughs> what have I noticed out there in, in terms Maturity of Maturity-wise, like, do you think that's true? Do you think that oh, for men sure. our age aren't mature? <laughs> They're not, but there are pros to talking to someone younger. Yeah. They are immature in some ways, but, like, so am I. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Maybe I just haven't. I've talked to guys that are in their 30s, but not for a really long time. So maybe we just didn't get to that comfort phase. Yeah. But this one, oh, my God. People are going to not listen to this anymore because I talk about the same people. But this (laughs) one guy that I talked to, I call my old man. Mm -hmm. He was, like, 30. I think he was 35. And I talked to him when I first moved out here. So I was 24. So same. But, and it was great in so many ways, but he wasn't, like, a silly, goofy, like, guy. Mm-hmm. Whereas people that I've talked to that have been, like, my age or just a year or two older are, like, a little bit more into their, like, childlike side. Mm-hmm. But I just think it depends on what you're looking for. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I'm looking to find somebody that I'm, like, ready to settle down with right now. Totally. So I think that's why I still like people that are, you know, still finding themselves. Yeah. So that we can do that together. Mm-hmm. I love that. But at the same time, I need you to know how to treat me. You know, I don't want to mother you into treating, knowing mm-hmm. how to treat me. They should all have the level of respect yeah. there already. The respect and, like, I want everything that you just said. <laughs> I need the you to plan tale. out, like, the days. Obviously, Brandon's very type A. Okay, what is type A? So <laughs> Type A is like, I love that I sent you these questions and you didn't even ask me. What I was embarrassed. I figured it's safe for the pod. Type, type A is your type A for sure. I'm going to, I don't want to answer your question for you. I'm not organized though. And I don't make lists. Really? Yeah. That's kind of surprising. Actually, I'm, no. Maybe it's I'm B. <laughs> 
no. a type A person is very extroverted. They're very organized. They're very um, uptight would be kind of the negative way to say it, mm-hmm. but it's not, it doesn't always have to be like A Capricorn. That. Maybe I am yeah. type A. Are you a Capricorn? Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, but you're not really a planner. But I don't do lists and I don't plan things. Yeah. Like if you compare me to Brandon, Brandon's totally what you're describing. Yeah. Type A and like, really, he'll have a whole day before I even get up. He gets up at 4 a.m., Goes grocery shopping, works. He goes grocery shopping at 4 a.m.? Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe 5. <laughs> showers. Sleep in a little bit. Get out. up at 5. <laughs> Literally. He works out, showers, works, works on the party bus, works his normal job. See, that's very extremely type A. What's his sign? When's oh, his birthday? Oh, he's a Gemini. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Gemini men have such a bad rap, but I, I do know. like Brandon. But wow. Yeah. I've, I've never been burned by a Gemini man, but, like, all my friends will rant. My roommate will go into fucking Gemini. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, he has a full day, and then I wake up at 9, hoping to get my to my job by yeah. 9. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he drives me, and it's like, I'm very chaotic and can't keep things straight. Yeah. And he's You're twirly, he's straight-lined. That exactly. works. That mm-hmm. works. My friend Mila that we interviewed on the podcast, too, she's very, like, twirly. And Colin, her husband. Oh, my God. I almost said boyfriend. They're recently married. But he's very, like, straight line planner. Yeah. So maybe that's that, that makes sense. Maybe that's where opposites attract come from. Yeah. Because he probably keeps me, like, in line and I keep things fun and spontaneous. Right. Because what if you had all these plans and he had all these plans? You'd be like, no, my plans. Yeah. Would oh. my plans. Yeah, that wouldn't work. That would not work. So you're type A? I think I am, but I don't want to be. You I want be? someone else to do it. I'm such a type A person when it comes to my job and like mm-hmm. when I'm hanging out with my friends, I'm the person that plans everything. I make the reservations. So I think when it comes to my relationships, I don't want to have to do it because I do it in so many other aspects of my life. I see. Okay. You know, I just want to be a girl. There's like, I just want to be a girl in a relationship. <laughs> like, just let me be the girl. And just play. Yeah. I just want to be here and look cute and like eat yummy food that you buy for me. Yes. <laughs> so if you had to describe your love life in one song, what would it be? Give me a minute. Okay. Let me tell you mine. <laughs> yeah, what's yours? What's yours? Okay, do you know that song, I'm Good, Love, and Joy? Mm-mm. By Aaron May. Um, it's basically just saying, I don't have time for you. Stay in your lane. I'm good, love, and joy. Like, thank I'm you, but no, dead. thank you. That's so you. <laughs> I know. But my other, I had two. So that's one side of me. And the other song is, I'm a flirt by R. Kelly. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, I'm a flirt. Okay, mine. Do you know... What is it? Is it Kid Rock who sings all summer long? <laughs> that, but if oh it was my God, all Kid Rock, long. what the hell? <laughs> all summer long, but if we can change it to all winter long, because that's when we met. <laughs> I don't know that song. You don't? No. Okay. How about? I could probably. I could say probably a little bit of Rihanna is okay. maybe we're in our Rihanna era, like. A little bit of S&M. Oh, shit. Of- this is sexual. <laughs> I bet, like, you're love... Okay. No, period. Okay, well, definitely no, no, a little no. bit of, like, love on the brain still. Yes. Love on the brain sex and... Sex with me. Right? So amazing. <laughs> that, too. Yes. <laughs> Gotta have the ballads. But, yeah, I, I would say also all summer long, because that... It's such like a summer ballad of like a summer love and all the stuff that they did. That's so That, cute. but for winter, for January. Yeah. My month. All winter long. Uh-huh. All winter long. <laughs> I had, have you ever had, did you, do you guys have a song, like a song? That was a long, that was long-winded. <laughs> do you guys have a song that you're like, this is our mm. song? Okay. 
Brandon has a song for us. I don't think I can claim it, but, you know, Dua Lipa. Yes. <laughs> you know, her song Levitating. Yes. So, Milky Chance uh-huh. did like some rendition of that song where it's like way slowed down. And that's the first one. Again, I'm so sorry, Brandon. He's a millennial. So I'm not sure that he ever knew about the Dua Lipa version. He heard the Milky Chance version. And it's like slowed down literally. It's like so, so slow motion. And he played that for me one time. And he was like, this is our song. That's actually kind of a good one, though. And I'm like... I was fully expecting it to be, like, all-star Smash Mouth because that's his era. <laughs> so it's just, it's very random, and I didn't want to rain on his parade and be like, this is just, like, a super random remix. Like, if you turn on the radio right now, we're going to hear the Dua Lipa yeah, version. Yeah, like, oh, my God, I've never heard this song before. It's so yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it's, like, a really slowed-down version, and it's, like, it's very, like, if you're on a beach in a hammock, and it's very relaxing, and he thinks that's our song because... I think we played it a couple times, like, on our day to Fredericksburg and, mm-hmm. you know, just to and from a long drive. Yeah. So, I've never had the heart to tell him, so. That's cute. I think it might be Levitating well, by Milky Chance. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a song with everybody that I've, like, if I've gone at least, like, four dates with you, we have a song. Because... Hmm. We either have a song or a band because I'm toxic and I want you to think about me every time you hear this song or this artist. Well, what's our song? Well, we, haven't, we haven't dated yet. We've hung out more than four <laughs> times before. Our song can now be Sma- It can be All Star by Smash Mouth. <laughs> Do you know what song that is? No. Are you kidding? It's that Shrek think. song. Hey now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, Brandon. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. That is such a millennial song. That's a banger, though. It is. It is. Oops. That's a banger. Okay, that's our yeah. song. I, my first song I ever had with a guy was God Gave Me You in the seventh grade. Do you know what that song I is? Think. God Gave Me You for the ups and downs. Who that is, is really not how the rhythm goes. I don't know. I wish I had my phone. It's recording. That's cute. No, it's not cute. We dated for two weeks. <laughs> okay. A little early. <laughs> A little early. Hope you're doing well, sir. <laughs> How do you feel about dating apps? I've got to be for the organic girlies. Yeah. I really just think there's something to be said. And, like, again, being on a dating app, I feel like sometimes takes away from the magic. Because yeah. it would be different if Brandon came up to me in the bar and said, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. I have to get to know you. Right. Versus... If I got, like, a Tinder message that was, like, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. Right. It's very, like, how many times did you copy and paste yes. that, you know? Yes. So, I don't know. I, I think I've got to say I'm, I'm for the organic meeting out in a bar. Like, we are fun girls. We know how to meet people out. Yeah. We don't need a dating app. I'm well, sorry. You're, like, one of the most you outgoing <laughs> people I know. You don't need a dating app, though. But you're still fun. very outgoing. I'm not really. I'm outgoing when it comes to the girls. Like, I'm a girl's girl. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to men, when men look at me, I'm literally like, I'm good. I'm, I'm good, love, and joy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my, I'm on, I'm obviously still on the dating apps. I just think they're a little ha ha he he, like, uh-huh. fun time. So, but were you ever on, I'm, I've been off the dating apps for such a long time. Like, even... Even when I wasn't with Brandon, I really wasn't a dating app girl, but I never was on Bumble. Mm-hmm. I've only, like, heard about Bumble. Are you on that? How does that go? So, Doesn't I, the girl reach out? Yeah, that's why I don't do it. That's so foreign to me. <laughs> I don't like it. 
I don't like it. I have nothing to say until you start the conversation. I was on Bumble for a little while when I first moved out here, but that's actually about how I met my old man. And then I was like, I've peaked on Bumble. Got to delete it and so move on. what'd you say? What was your opener to him? Because you had to reach out. Oh my God. This was like a year ago. I don't even remember. What's your go-to? It's something bland as hell. Not a pickup line? Unless I'm like, <laughs> unless I just got home and I was like drinking all night, then I can be funny. Mm-hmm. But like, mm, I like men to do the most in the beginning. Mm. I don't want to do the most. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm the prize. I, I feel can't like believe you had Bumble. Then. I did, but I am most active on Hinge. And then I'm on Raya too, but I think I'm going to delete my account because oh. people are just on Raya just to say that they're on Raya. That's like for famous people. Yeah, I see famous people on there all the time. Really? I see a Leon Bridges on there all the time. Huh. I'm like, if you want to holler, just say that. <laughs> if you're <laughs> Wait, in love with me, you, that's fine. How did you get on there? I don't know. It just happened. I just applied, and then get, I was like, when you apply, you're waitlisted for a little while. So hmm. you have to like review your social medias and stuff, and make sure you're applicable oh and you my. fit the vibe. I know it's weird. You should put that on your resume. It's kind of a flex. On my resume, <laughs> you should hire me. On I'm on Raya. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my most active one is Hinge. I'm actually messaging this guy right now. I like. I'm not on there seriously. So I matched with this guy, and he had a prompt that said, how many owls would you have to see in real life before you got suspicious? And so, obviously, I had to answer that. Owls? Owls. He said, how many owls do you have to see before you get suspicious? So I proceeded to send him a minute and a half long voice memo explaining how many owls I would have to see in person. (laughs) And so we are now like eight voice memos deep talking mm-hmm. about owls. That's my version of dating apps. Like, that's what I want to do on dating apps. Okay. So how many? What's the answer? How many um, would it be? I'm so glad you asked. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if you see one owl, it's like a jump scare a little bit. Because, mm-hmm. like, they're scary looking and they're huge. But it's fine. If you see two owls, then it's a little bit concerning. But it could be, like, boyfriend, girlfriend. At one time? Or are we talking about separate no, this is occasions? Like you're walking down the trail owls. and you see like how many owls you have, do you have to see before you get sketched out? Understood. Okay. Right. So you see two owls and it's like holy shit! Oh wait, they're dating. They're on a date. Yeah, yeah. So it's fine. They're on Raya. Exactly. They met on Raya. <laughs> <laughs> they made it off the app. Yeah, good, to, yeah. good for them. <laughs> um, but it's fine. A little concerning. But if you see three owls, that's the max. That I feel like is the breaking point, unless. And I told him this too, unless one owl is smaller than the other two, because then it's a family. And they have babies. And they had a baby. Four, absolutely a glitch in the matrix. It's done. It's done. You're mm-hmm. done. This is the last thing you'll see. <laughs> oh, really? I love owls, actually. They scare me so bad. Have you seen one in person? Absolutely. You know I grew up on a farm. With owls? <laughs> yes. I'm thinking of like pigs and cows. <laughs> okay, but at nighttime, there's owls. And I love, love, loved them so much when I was young that my grandpa and I made an owl house. You've heard of a birdhouse. No, ma'am, I made an owl house. It's this big. And I had to have my dad hang it in the tree. And if you go to my house, my hometown to this day, there's a big-ass box nailed to a tree in our yard and it's for owls well i'm gonna stay far away from your hometown <laughs> well, if you're are you feeding them mice no but we live on eight acres on like a farm so there's a bunch of mice anyway, oh okay scampering around so you get them you want them to come because they take care of the mice well and yeah i just think that they're cool well they're not <laughs> yeah no they're kidding fucking terrifying. none of them ever lived in that house so actually hate owls yeah that's now. actually rude yeah 
So we take back everything we just said. Weird well, owl not girl me, fact. I don't like them. <laughs> yeah, there's horse girls and then there's owl girls. Ew, I know. Why did I just expose my? <laughs> Everyone's like, we already knew she was country, but owls. Owls is not country. Owls is like like Slovakia. But I don't even know what it is. It was just the first thing that popped in my head. Well, you can tell Owl Man tonight that you've met a girl with an owl house. I will. Oh my god, I will. Oh, actually, one more thing to add. So whenever I had this girl come in, and um, we were talking about dating apps, and she was telling me that she just got married, and I was like, oh, I'm out here in the fucking trenches. It's rough out here. <laughs> and she was like, oh, oh, I know. Mm-hmm. She says that her husband started this little shindig where it's like a meet cute for men. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So... <laughs> <laughs> so... Say Brandon joined, he would go with all these guys that he hasn't met, like, to make new friends, Mm -hmm. which is cute, a little bro date. Yeah. But all they do is talk about, like, all the women that they've met on dating apps and hooked up with, and they go into detail, and I I wanted to throw up. I was like, you need to- Her husband started that? Yes. It sounds like a frat. That's what she said. I was like, you can keep that at Buford's. Like, I don't want that by me. I don't want to see any sponsored ads from whatever that is. Brandon's not going. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thanks. I didn't even think about it like that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you need to come back. You need to go ask him more questions. Come back yeah. and tell me what they're saying. And if they mention the name Bailey, I don't want to, ha- I don't want to hear anything they have to say. <laughs> like, I don't want any of that information. Oh, my gosh. Maybe Owl Man goes there. And your old man. My old man now lives in Miami. So I think we're safe I'm there. I'm in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for the hoochie daddy. <laughs> No, but my owl man, if he is there, then he's showing them the voice memos and they all think I'm funny, so Mm -hmm. that's fine. I agree. Yeah. So how do we feel about marriage? I think I'm a fan. Maybe my judgment's clouded because I I grew up with my parents were together the whole time. They Mm -hmm. still are. But I will say, double-edged sword, I think between the two of them, they have five marriages. So really, it, it took a second to get it right, but... Yeah, but some... you're, they're fully both your parents, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So Do they I'm have an any other kids? only child for my mom, and then my dad, like right out of college, I think, got married like that year, and then had two kids, and then they got divorced. So again, I think just getting married too early. Yeah. Same with my mom, or whatever it was. I, I think that they both probably learned some lessons. Right. And my mom had me at 38, so. I love she, that. She and my dad, I think, were, like, older and wiser, and they were able to, like, come together and really think about, like, again, like we talked about with Brandon, like, he was able to take what was bad from his other marriage mm-hmm. and bring in the good aspects and, like, what he wanted and know better how to move forward. So I think in that aspect, getting married at the right time and with the right person, love. Yeah. Any other time, too early, mm Bringing a kid into it if you're yeah. not stable. I don't know. The fact that what I know think? people that are divorced at my age is wild. It's crazy. Me too. It's, that's I think that's what scares me. Me too. One of, one of my really good friends who's our age is getting divorced right now. It's sad. And you know what's even sadder is like, it's not like, oh, they were dumb to get married too early. It's that when you're in it, you like can't see, you, you can't. know? What, what's the phrase when you're... Line. When you're in the forest, you can't see the trees. You can't see the trees through the forest. You can't see the <laughs> Wait, you can't see the forest before the trees? No, it's something about... Oh, I need to like, phone a friend really quick. It's, <laughs> it's like when you're... It's basically when you're in it, you can't see like what 
what's right in front of you, like the red flags. Only mm-hmm. other people can, and you can't see it until you're out of it. Are you dead set on getting married, or do you think you could, like, never get married? I guess I could never get married as long as... I, I don't need to be married to be happy, I yeah. don't think. Like, what I have, you know, with Brandon, we wouldn't need to get married for me to be happy. Yeah. As long as we could keep going like we are. Yeah. That would make me happy, but yeah, I think I want to get married. An unfortunate hot take is just like, you need to live your life for you. Totally. And I feel like people feel like, oh, you were, you've been dating for three years. Mm-hmm. When's the ring coming? Ugh. Oh, you've been married. You're married now. When's the baby? Yeah. It's just like all these expectations people put on you. Agreed. And like at the end of the day, like it's your life. Mm-hmm. If you live for other people, what a waste. Yeah. What a waste. You're right. The pressure of like this timeline, mm-hmm. I think that's... That's bad and too much constraint, especially, yeah. like, for our generation, too, I think we're really pulling away from getting married and starting families so early and, like, really focusing that energy on careers. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, like, our age still are focusing on careers and, like, aren't even thinking about getting married or having kids until they're 30. Yeah. Or so. I agree. Which I think that's a great, that's like a great progression that our generation is going. Yeah. I've seen it more so with women than men. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like a lot more women are, because I mean, that comes with the times too. Like, even when our parents were younger, they were like expected to be married by like 25. And if you got married after that, it was like crazy. But seeing women like stand up for themselves and want to live their lives for them, it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, so nice to see. And focus on a career and like actually do well and be stable and like have all this money and go on trips before you have kids, I think Mm -hmm. is so important. And I think if you meet, like if you're 21 years old and you meet your husband or your your boyfriend and you know that this is the person you want to be with for the rest of your life, what does Mm -hmm. a piece of paper have to like do with anything? Like just date. Just date and then get married when you're, like, done with your careers, you've traveled, you're financially Mm -hmm. stable. Like, marriage does not – it doesn't solve things. And I think a lot of people try to nail down a man with a piece of paper, Mm -hmm. and you just can't do that because they will sign the divorce papers just as fast as they sign the marriage papers. Totally. Do you believe in divorce? Hell yeah! (laughs) Brandon wouldn't be my Brandon if divorce wasn't real. Thank you for divorce. Amen. We love divorce. Huge divorce advocate. This episode sponsored by divorce. (laughs) Love a divorce. Yeah. Hell yeah! I love a divorce. I love a divorce too. Absolutely. I think bachelorette should be scratched and divorce set. Divorce set. Divorce set. Divorcees. Yeah. Divorcees. What would it? I don't know what the party would be called, but I think we should make trips around divorce. That's when you really need your girls anyway. Mm-hmm. Post-divorce parties. Or I'm going to find a fit phrase and I'm going to coin it. Totally. A name for it. I mean, that would be, I mean, that's something we're celebrating, getting out of something toxic or that Absolutely. doesn't work. Anybody oh. can get married. Yeah. Leaving something toxic, that's another story. It takes a lot to end something. I think yeah. it's probably really hard to actually decide and, like, tell your family and everyone who came to your wedding, mm-hmm. like, this isn't what's good for me anymore. Yeah. You know? Do you give the gift? gifts back I think you have to keep them you do yeah if you what if you get married and then like a week later you call it off or it's like little Kim K where you're only married for like two months and then you call it off I think do you I'm, keep the gifts I think so I think you do too you know I just told you my one of my good friends she's getting divorced and I I haven't seen my yeti cooler <laughs> show up at my house yet so. hey babe hope you're doing well here's my address for the cooler unfortunately so I'm afraid they get to keep the gifts <laughs> maybe it was just all a ploy 
to get a gift. Honestly, a genius. Because <laughs> I need some shit. So maybe yeah, I should get married. Should get married? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Brandon. We gotta get married Ring. real quick. We'll, sh- we'll give you a couple what gifts. What song do I get married to? The Shrek one? All Star by yes, Smashville? Yes. <laughs> oh my god, that could be our first dance. <laughs> wow. Wedding of the century. It's gonna be so fashionable. Disgusting. <laughs> wow. No, I love this. I love I this too. <laughs> How do you feel about saving yourself for marriage? Unfortunately, in these times, I don't <laughs> think that's a thing anymore. It's not applicable. It's just so old school. Yeah. Like, I, I'm telling you, I seriously don't know a single virgin that that has told me, at right. least. I don't think. I don't think I know any either. Unless, are you? <laughs> I'm <Yes>. just kidding. <laughs> no. Mary. <laughs> I would love to be a virgin. <laughs> I'm not Ew. even kidding. I feel like I would love to be a virgin. I mean, I'm basically a born-again virgin. Like, I'm <laughs> so not sexually active. But I just don't think people do that anymore. Do they, they don't. Not that I know of, but hats mm-hmm. off to whoever has the willpower. I agree. I When I was younger, I'm talking like high school. Mm-hmm. Well, early high school. <laughs> I like love the idea of saving yourself for marriage. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know, man. I don't know. I think that's for when... Women used to get married, like you said, at 20. Yeah. Sure. That is more applicable. That's so true. But, like, now, when we don't get married or, like, even think about having kids until... Like, my mom, 38. Yeah. That's just... It's not realistic. I agree. Plus, you got to test drive that puppy. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know... Queen of the one night stand with Brandon, like it worked out. But I need to know what I'm getting myself into before we're legally Mm -hmm. bound. Sometimes I like it, but other times I'm like... A girl's gotta eat, you know. <laughs> she does. She does. Girl does like a girl's eat. gotta eat. <laughs> I'm dead. What's your move that's a fail safe to set the mood? Hmm. I think it's lingerie. <laughs> okay. I think it's putting on a little outfit, especially if, like, if he's gonna come and pick me up, or like mm-hmm. we're not together. Mm-hmm. And I, it, like, it can be a surprise. Yeah. Like, if I, I get there and, like, I have a coat on so he doesn't know. Oh, my like, God. I was just about to say, do you do, like, a coat with nothing? Literally a coat. Literally. That's so hot. And, like, thigh-high or, like, knee-high boots yes. or whatever so that he he wow. thinks I'm in, like, a full outfit or whatever. Yeah. And then we get home and, like, it's a new, especially if it's, like, a new one he hasn't seen before. Mm-hmm. I, I think he thinks that's really fun. Oh, my God. So. Are you kidding? He's <laughs> obsessed. I just know he's obsessed. Yeah. So that's hot. I, I love that. I love that. I, that's, like, my new, especially working at the W. We work right on top of, like, an Urban Outfitters and right across <laughs> from you. So yeah. there's always shopping opportunities. And I'm like, oh. Oh, 50% off lingerie. Okay, let me get a coat, too. Is that where you get your lingerie? <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes, Have you yeah. looked at lounge? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll show you that later. Okay, yes. Yeah, um, <laughs> does he have, like, a move that when he does it, you're like, I know what's going on here. Hmm. I feel like men are so see-through when it comes to that kind of stuff. It's not, like, something that he does other than just, like, a look. Mm-hmm. He gets that look in his eye and, like, <laughs> a lick of the lips. <laughs> It's the look. It's yeah. it's just everything's in the eyes. And, you know, we've been together for such a long time now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One year. <laughs> but It feels like you've been together yes. like, since the dawn of time. But at this point, you know, I, I can see it in his eyes. <laughs> I, I feel like we, we've got that passion. Like, we, we know each other inside yeah. and out. Literally. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How do you keep it spicy in a relationship? Hmm. Well... 
I would go back to the whole lingerie thing. That's been something, like, fun and new, especially if I can get away with, like, the surprise. Yeah. The element of surprise. And, like, Do you ever oops. watch porn with somebody? Absolutely not. You've never I'm tried? I'm not that kind of girl. Oh, no. my God. I'm too jealous for that shit. I've tried it before. <laughs> How'd that go? Honestly, not the best. <laughs> See? <laughs> but it wasn't, like, a jealousy thing. It was more of, like, a when do we start? Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. I just don't, like... Watching it happen when you know it's about to happen, I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't the vibe. Yeah. And my boyfriend at the time had, like, a projector. So it was, like, porn projected on the entire wall. (laughs) It was just a lot. It was a lot. It doesn't feel (laughs) organic. Again, I'm I'm all about the organic. Maybe that's what it was. Element of surprise. Like, seeing your partner, like want you and like know that yeah. it's time like i'll take that any day over watching someone else do it also you know? for a girl i feel like knowing that a guy got turned on by something you did like not realizing that you were being sexy is mm-hmm. so all you have to do to be turned on for a girl is just to feel like attractive and feel sexy yeah yeah exactly so if a guy can do that then we're getting into it's it it's everything it's happening yeah but i know i totally agree i agree with that i feel like that even plays into like love languages like mm-hmm. i'm definitely um words of affirmation so like if if there's any sort of words of affirmation like yeah i'm, I'm feeling the love i'm feeling loved heard like i'm mm-hmm. more receptive to showing love to you yeah so what's his do you know yeah he is also words of affirmation i'm, I'm sure mine will change i'm sure love languages are ever, ever evolving flowing. yeah absolutely yeah. what about you what are yours um i agree i think they're always changing but mm-hmm. My main one is definitely acts of service. Yeah. My second one, like, literally, I just want to be in a relationship so somebody can get my fucking oil changed. Like, <laughs> getting your oil we'll changed. It. Can you please? Acts of service. I would love your help. Oil. Please. Got it. <laughs> my second one, my first one used to be words of affirmation, but I think this is going to be kind of sad, but I think actions speak louder than words and I've been Mm -hmm. gaslit too many times and love bombed way too many times Mm -hmm. and so you telling me I'm great and all this I'm like well okay but acts of service puts it in motion you know show me gifts is pretty up there I have for me too I would say like my third one's gifts I think mine is too and it's weird because I don't think it was again ever changing but when I moved to college and then when I moved here to Austin away from my family my mom I think started being more like gifts giving oriented Mm -hmm. because we weren't together Mm -hmm. so like she would send you know like a card on halloween and like a card on earth day and like on earth literally like just to like reach out and be like hey we're thinking of you like here's you know encloses a panera gift card that's so cute just to like have some sort of connection in our relationship and and then I started doing that, too. And, like, now I think I really appreciate that. And so that's your mom's love language, for sure. I think so. And, it, it, like I said, it's only happened, like, recently when I moved away. Yeah. When we weren't together. So I'm sure I'm sure my love language will change 20 more times. Right. Between now There's and... such, like, a stigma about gift-giving being your love language. But I think that's just another thing of, yeah. like, it's not about how much it is. Like, you don't have to give me. I mean, you know, if you want to give me, like... <laughs> a lambo that's fine right but it doesn't have to be like that just like Mm -hmm. a card some flowers the unsolicited gifts just because i know you were thinking about me and it's basically like physical words of affirmation yeah it's beautiful i love it yeah the fact that you're on someone's mind yeah so much so that like they can get you something or 
bring him a, like a surprise home. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. How do you sprinkle, sprinkle to make sure your expectations are met? Easy. <laughs> it's just communication. For Brandon and I, there are no games. There's no like dropping hints of things that I want or things that I need. Something that he's taught me is communication and the importance of literally any time, even if it's small, that there's something that like you realize you're not getting or mm-hmm. that you know I might do something that just slightly is kind of annoying or like irks him. If we discuss that immediately, it doesn't like blow up into this huge balloon that like yeah. later six months down the road I've never known that I'm doing something that's annoyed him or like negative in his eyes. So mm-hmm. I think we set expectations really, really early of what we wanted and like in the beginning, you know, he, he flew me out and was very open about here's what I'm looking for, this is what I want, I I want someone to spend my time with, I'm not into playing games, like I'm going to text you and he would say, you know, after like two days of meeting each other, like, I can't wait to see you again. I'm thinking about you. And I think sometimes, like, some girls would be like, oh, that's way too clingy, like, way too soon. But right. it just wasn't games. And if I if I yeah. reciprocated it, great. If I didn't, great. At least he would know. And, like, that's something he's taught me. Like, you need to lose the what are we doing, where are we going, or I'm going to delete your number. I'm 25 years too old to be playing games. Yeah. See? No more games. I I think Brandon helped definitely teach me that, and now I'm, like, really good at setting my expectations, and I would like to think that I was always that way, but I'm sure I wasn't. I think I was more like, hmm, well, I'm just going to be quiet then. Right. But who who's reading your mind? Who's going to know, like, why I'm mad? No one. It's scary, and it wouldn't I change. Think. Like, especially when you're not dating somebody and you're just mm-hmm. casually seeing somebody. Mm-hmm. Or not even casually, but, like, you've only gone on a couple of dates. Yeah. But they did something that, like, was it doesn't match your expectations. It's, yeah. like, intimidating to just be like, hey, like, you need to be doing this. It's hard because you don't know, again, if that other person's going to be like, it's literally two dates in, like, you're right. doing too much. Right. But that's fine. If they are, then They're not great. for you. At least yeah. you know. Like, you set your expectations and they weren't able to meet them and that's why you set the expectation to figure out if they could or couldn't who said i love you first girl brandon (laughs) i'm not gonna lie it was pretty split 50 50 you're a strong woman like if you wanted to say it you i feel like you would i just you know it's funny actually the first time that he said it he didn't mean to we talked about it of course since then and he did say i love you and he was like it slipped We've just been together for so, you know, That's so many cute. days. That's cute. It means that he really meant it, though. It was so genuine. Oh, yeah, and he was yeah. like, I was so scared that you heard because I didn't want you to think that that's the moment I chose to tell you. Yeah. And I was like, well, I didn't I didn't want you to have said <laughs> something different. And me be like, oh, you love me? I love you, too. Right. And you'd be like, what? Like, I said, see you at five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So. <laughs> Would you ever say I love you first? No way. No. No. Mm. No. No, fully no. Yeah. I like to think that I was, no, but absolutely not. <laughs> no. No, I remember when Unless I was... it was by accident, when he's getting out of the car. Yeah. Happens to the best of us. Or, like, doing really good sex. Like, that's when it gets tricky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first night. <laughs> Have oh you ever God. accidentally Um, no. No. <laughs> but the first time a guy genuinely told me that he loved me, we were just friends. And, like, I had just gotten out of a relationship, and we were really, really good friends. Um, 
before we started dating. Mm -hmm. And so we were just hanging out in my dorm. I was in college. And he was like, I'm going to say this, but, like, don't feel like you have to say it back. I just have to tell you I love you. And I was like, oh, my God. Thank you. (laughs) Not thank you. I've told three guys thank you in my life after they said I love you. Then that checks out for you, actually. It does check out for me. It's so on brand. I wouldn't expect anything less. I'm so sorry. I just, I'm working on it. I need to go to therapy. But you know what? Maybe. Okay, progress. But maybe you're pointing out something good is maybe I'm throwing it out too much. Maybe it's losing its value and like you seem to be holding it for something truly, truly that you love. Mm. I like that. I love that you romanticized my trauma. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's darling. You're keeping it sacred. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I do love you, and I, do, I love our friendship. So, Me like, too. I don't need to just be like that. But I'm going to work it. on it. Okay. I'm gonna work at on the end it. of the pod, I'm going to say, okay, bye, I love you. And we'll say, see what uh, we say. Bye. And it'll cut out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, that's a wrap. <laughs> What is one piece of, of advice that you have for all the single people out there? Mm, I think it's got to be vulnerability and the no games. It's kind of, <laughs> I have to take it back to our childhood here for a second. <laughs> it's giving when Nemo's dad. <laughs> one second, stay with me here. It's giving when Nemo's dad is frantic and he's telling dory that blue fish he's like i i have to find nemo i can't let anything happen to him and then dory the blue fish responds and she says well that's funny if nothing ever happens to him then literally nothing's ever going to happen to him and that's so true in like this situation i just it just makes me think like if literally you're so scared of anything happening to you good or bad Nothing will happen to you. Yeah. If you don't somehow be vulnerable with someone at some point Mm -hmm. and go deep and not play games Mm -hmm. and set your expectations, if you don't do that, you're never going to get what you want. And if you do do it, one of them will stick and one of them will reciprocate that and somebody will be in that same place. But you won't know that until you're vulnerable. I think so. I'm about to cry over finding Nemo. It's giving Nemo. Oh, my there God. There was a really good lesson in there that, that we had to beautiful. learn. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I was like, fuck, I'm about to cry. <laughs> that was so good. Well, you know, Brandon so has never true. seen Nemo because he's old. So <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, baby. <laughs> so we actually just watched it recently, and that quote really stuck out to me because literally that's such a funny thing to say, to be worried about nothing, you know, ever happening to you yeah that's a terrifying thing right good or bad nothing ever happening to you you can't sit back and literally just let people walk by just because you're afraid yeah so take that for what it's worth oh. love you oh <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for listening <laughs> i'm done i was being vulnerable girls and no, it didn't I love work you. i love you too i love you <laughs> If you like this podcast or hate this podcast, like me, love me, please just go give this podcast a five-star review and follow me at the Debrief Podcast. There's two T's in podcast, so it's the Debrief Podcast with an extra T at the end on Instagram because this can be your good deed for the day. Anyway, please go rate and follow. Thanks. Love you. Bye.